Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to the Miss Pink Digital Podcast, home to everything digital marketing, brand building, and tech. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about what you need to have in place in order to scale your brand internationally through advertising activity. Um, And this, or I should say actually digital marketing activity as a whole, this isn't just advertising focused. This is essentially what you need to have in place before you get started on really scaling that international marketing for your business. So as we know, once you've kind of, I don't want to say conquered your current business location from a uh, customer point of view, the next big step is going international or at least expanding your locations, whether that be the US, whether that be Europe, whether it be Australia, anything really. And um, there's certain things you need to have in place before you do that to kind of appeal to that demographic. And um, I would say as well, it's important when it comes to international expansion to understand before you get started that you are trying to conquer another territory, a territory that doesn't necessarily know your brand. And it's essentially like starting from day one of your business just in a different country. So it is going to take some time and there are going to be trial and errors to be learned. And there's going to be things you'll need to change along the way, things you'll notice that work really well along the way and you should do more of. And it's gonna just be a long learning experience, but it's definitely worth it if you're looking to grow and scale your brand. So before we talk about the content of your site, we are gonna talk about kind of like the boring, um, more technical elements. And this is solely talking about websites from an e-commerce perspective. Obviously, there are elements you can take from this and apply to a B2B website, but this specific section of the podcast is mainly e-com or on a website where you can purchase any form of package or product directly through the website. So when it comes to expansion internationally, it's really important that you are obviously covering a broad range of payment methods that may be used internationally. It's not just about making sure your website allows for payment methods that are solely where your business is based. It You need to cover a variety of payment op- options, uh, as well as ensuring that the overall checkout experience is secure. This goes for any form of website, um, but having that security, those security badges on your website and highlighting to the users that it is a secure checkout experience is incredibly important to gain their trust. Like I said, when you're expanding internationally, you are reaching a new market and new users who haven't heard of your business and you need to gain their trust where you can. Also making sure that the checkout process is easy and your website is optimized for mobile devices, computer devices, iPads, all of that, just to make sure that their process on the website is seamless. When it comes to pain points, support is one of the biggest pain points for users and a business, no matter where the user is. So by support, what I mean is, if there's an issue, is there someone I can contact easily? 
So when it comes to not only international expansion, but any website in general, you wanna make sure that support information is easy to find and your customer experience when it comes to talking with a customer support agent is very positive and with very little friction. So include on your website in very visible positions on every page, a phone number, an email, an FAQ, or even a chat bot that someone can talk to directly. Um, and make sure that when you have these options, they work and the consumers know they can get a reply straight away. If anyone's gonna leave a review or a negative review, a lot of it is gonna be customer support focused. So a negative review or the prevention of a negative review can happen if you have the right support. It's also important to make sure that logistics and fulfillment information is very visible on the site and easy to see. This includes if you offer free delivery to certain locations, where your delivery goes to is a big one because if you are trying to go internationally, you wanna make sure that the locations you're targeting know you can deliver to their location. Make sure that you mention information regarding returns, the ease of returns, what it would consist of if someone needed to return a product, how many days they would be waiting for their product, what are the charges on delivery and what are the different delivery options, as well as who your providers are when it comes to your fulfillment and the logistics. This is gonna be a big opportunity to gain some trust here because if they are well-known providers that have a positive reputation, that can obviously help ease their concerns when it comes to shopping from your brand. Also, if you're really making sure that all logistics and fulfillment information is upfront for the user, you're providing them with as much information and as much context as possible, which means that they are more likely to convert with you because they know what they're letting themselves in for upfront. To go in conjunction with that trust building piece, making sure you're doing other things on your website to help gain the user's trust and feed in those trust signals, such as linking to social media pages, uh, showing positive reviews on products, which I'll go more into the product information in a moment, uh, making sure that you have high quality content on your site that the user would love to look at and kind of show the professionalism of your website, as well as making sure in instances where you are linking to socials, you are proactively uploading on those socials as well to help feed in to that user trust element. So now that we've kind of covered the basic trust building, technical pieces, I guess you could call it. We're gonna now talk about the content of the website. So first of all, we're gonna be talking about the content of the writing on your website. So when you are targeting certain countries that aren't necessarily English speaking countries, localization of the language is really, really, really important when it comes to improving your conversion rate. Google has said that there is a 10% average conversion increase or conversion rate increase when the website is in a localized language to the user. This can also then work really well with ads because you can make the ads the language of the user. They can then go to a website that also caters to the language they speak. So it's so, so important to ensure if you're really gonna scale that activity out internationally, there is an option to read your website 
in language they speak. And that goes for product information, FAQs, delivery information, contact information, all of that good stuff. In addition to having products that do feature a localized language, it's important to obviously make sure the product information and the product imagery is high quality. So have those high quality product images, have those really compelling product descriptions. These will not only help when it comes to convincing the user to convert with you, but it will also help when it comes to your products showing on Google in higher positions organically, as well as showing in better positions from a shopping feed perspective as well. And that will allow you to really scale out your shopping campaign the more information you can provide in your product descriptions. Also highlighting return policy information on the product descriptions or within the product descriptions where possible, just to help ease the user in their purchase decision-making as well as showing and advertising any discounts or coupon codes that the user can use to further solidify their decision in purchasing your product for the first time. Whether that is a one-time off offer, an offer that they get if they sign up to your newsletter, or if they've seen a specific ad and they get an offer code off the back of clicking on that ad. FAQ pages is a huge must on any website and especially if you are trying to expand internationally. FAQs can help answer questions that the user may have but they may not necessarily want to go through a chatbot, go through the time of emailing, go through the time of calling and they're, it's in the name, they're questions that are frequently asked. So the chances are if they've been asked a few times within your current business country, they're gonna be asked internationally as well. So within your FAQ page, make sure to feature and highlight key FAQ themes. Most of these are gonna be around delivery, they're gonna be around return policies, they're gonna be around where you deliver to, what's your delivery prices, what's your fulfillment, what to do if your package never, to, never arrives, who to contact if your package doesn't arrive, do you offer X sizes? Do you offer an exchange program? All of these kind of questions, really put yourself in the shoes of someone ordering from a new brand internationally and think of the concerns you would have and see how you can answer those concerns in an FAQ page to prevent the user from having to go an extra step before converting because you've answered everything up front for them. If you have a lot of FAQs to cover, having a searchable bar so the user can just type in their question is incredibly helpful, not just from a user experience perspective, but it also helps speed up the time they spend on a site. Typically, we're getting quite lazy as consumers and we also do everything in a rush. We don't wanna to spend too much time searching around, looking for things. So if you can have a searchable bar so it can make that experience even quicker, the user is more likely to convert with you. And of course, again, just to reiterate, because it is incredibly important, having that localized language feature on the FAQ page is going to help cater to the user even more. Instances where you can't localize the language on your website, whether that's because you don't have the tech for it or you don't want to invest the time putting in that element of your website until you know that it is gonna be a beneficial business move for you in the long run. I would recommend using universally recognized symbols 
for certain actions. So for instance, if you're talking about delivery information, use a symbol of a delivery van. If you want user to a user to go to the checkout, use a symbol of a shopping cart. If it comes to your displaying contact information, you've got a phone number, use a phone symbol. If it's an email, use an envelope symbol. All of these things to feature, not just in your FAQ, but on your website as a whole to help further bridge the gap between someone who doesn't speak your language and the language on your website. In addition to this, when it comes to any form of expansion, you really need to make sure that your website is following basic CRO and UX principles. I actually do have previous podcast episodes highlighting these so feel free to give those a listen and give your website an audit off the back of this um either audit internally get an external provider but have a look for your website and see if you're ticking all of those basic principles on top of implementing these additional actions that will help really scale your international reach and international conversion rate when you start implementing and building out on your digital marketing activity internationally but yes i hope this episode was helpful it was obviously a quick one today just running off some simple ways you can improve your website before you start scaling out your activity to reach international users especially ahead of q4 so wishing you all the best of luck with scaling that activity and i will speak to you guys again soon thank you for listening